the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the mile rate. We'll reflect back on the Milton card last night. It was a pretty good night of uh, racing. It was City of Milton uh, plate night 10 race program. Rob Orber, good morning to you. Very good morning, Danny. Uh, yes, we had 10 races uh, last night, which featured the 34th running of the City of Melton Plates, a Group 3 race. Uh, we've seen some high-quality horses win this race over uh, a very long period of time. And once again, we saw a wonderful performance by Better Eclipse, who's a five-year-old, trained by Jess Tubbs. Uh, the win itself meant uh, a lot to Jess, uh, her late father, of course, uh, trained at Mel Park Major to win a Melton Plate, and she was able to join the honour roll uh, alongside her, uh, her late father, as a winning trainer of uh, a Melton Plate winner and uh, Greg Sugars, who drove the horse to perfection uh, in saluting last night. Rob, the first of the replays we will listen to is the the two-year-old race. It was the third event, but had to be one of the most impressive wins of the night. Hammer Dan, a uh, colt by Vincent. It was having its first start with Andy Gath that had two previous starts, but... uh, he uh, blew him away as a well-backed odds-on favourite in the Pride's easy feed two-year-old pace, race three. It's Hammerdan taking over now from Ferrigno. The filly, Remy Lou, still running on. They're clear of Zoom Zoom Boom. End of the straight, though, and Hammerdan shot away. Opened up on Remy Lou, then Ferrigno further back to Zoom Zoom Boom. But it's Hammerdan coming right away from most impressive display and will win by a space. Zoom Zoom Boom finds the line well for second. But Hammerdan won it by 12. Second home, Zoom Zoom Boom. Remy Lou third, Ferrigno fourth. Uh, Smart win, uh, Rob, by uh, Hammer Dan. I I tend to think we're going to hear a bit more about him. Yeah, look, he's a very nice horse. Uh, That was his third start last night. We saw him uh, win at Kilmore on his race debut. He was able to uh, sit on the back of Chart Topper and utilise the sprint lane to finish off to win at his first race start. He then went to Menangle for the Sapling Stakes uh, and finishing second on Miracle Mile Night. He he performed really well. Interesting enough, uh, Danny Savanasos, who's uh, a part owner with uh, Dominic Martello, uh, raced Mac Dan in that Sapling Stakes when he won as a two-year-old going back many, many years ago. And Mac Dan turned out to be a very nice horse. And I would imagine Hammer Dan, on what he showed last night, is certainly heading to much bigger and better things uh, as his racing career unfolds. He drew barrier seven, as you said. He changed stables uh, now with Andy Gaff. Uh, Kate Gaff drove. He went forward at the start. Ferrigno uh, held him out. And it was really now a, a, a question to find out whether Hammerdan can do some work and, and finish it off. And he did. He sat in the breeze the whole way. Had a little look for the lead at some stage uh, in that race. Wasn't wasn't uh, able to find a front, and uh, you know it, it made no difference. He was just too strong. Uh, a mile rate of one fifty six three. They went a lead time of seven seconds with Ferrigno leading twenty nine thirty one twenty nine one and twenty eight two home, and he powered away. He won by eleven metres. He still had plenty in reserve, and he's certainly a horse that's on the way up. 
Uh, he defeated uh, Zoom Zoom Boom, who was having his second start for Robert McCartney. Mick Stanley drove, really liked his run. He came from a long way back. He was 150 to 1, and he's obviously a horse that's on the improve, and he certainly showed that he's got some talent. Uh, the filly, Remy Lou, who's been racing so well up to this point of time, uh, finished third in the race. There was nothing wrong with her run, but she was just beaten by a much stronger horse in Hammerdan. And uh, when I met the first time around at Kilmore, Hammerdan was too good for Remy Lou on that occasion as well. Ferrigno uh, finishing fourth. That was his third start. Driven a little bit more aggressively last night to lead, and uh, John Justice, uh, you know, has a good opinion about the horse. He's still got a lot to learn as far as the race horse is concerned. Uh, he weakened uh, at the finish. He just copped a little bit too much pressure and just wasn't able to sustain it. But I think, you know, driven quietly and with a sit, he's a horse that's got some high speed. And John uh, indicated that he'll be heading towards the APG with him. And then Leroy O'Brien had three. Oh, we had a couple of first starters, but he had three. Runners in the race always be Blakey, I'm Sir Patrick, and she's a tiny dancer. They uh, finished uh, in the second half of the field and financial burden at the tail. But, look, it was a really good win by Hammerdan. He was the uh, the, the star act of that race, and, and he's a horse that will certainly be following moving forward. One of the features, uh, certainly for the Trotters, was the City of Melton Scotch Notch Memorial, and it was a brilliant display by Mafasa Metro. And Mafasa Metro's put a gap on its rivals now. It leads by 10 on the turn to lunch with Arthur. And then in third, Nephew of Sunoco. Credit Master to the outside, but it's all Mafasa Metro. Into the home straight. The favourite's well in front. Credit Master gets to second and starts to make good ground. Baltiger getting through late nearer the inside, but it's easy work for Mafasa Metro. Mafasa Metro won it by 12 metres to Credit Master. Lunch with Arthur actually kicked on again to hold third, just in front of Baltiger. Starting at $1.75. Favourite uh, Rob Mafasa Metro, but it was a, a demolition job. He was always in control and an easy winner. Yeah, very exciting trotter. I mean, he's indicated, you know, since he's come across from New Zealand as a three-year-old, uh, he's never really looked back. He's only just kept getting better and better. He was runner-up in the Great Southern Star in February, and last night, uh, you know, he was just a, cl- a class above his rivals. He began fast, he was able to lead, and he was just too good. Raced by Mark Gurry, a great friend of ours, and Mark, who's uh, certainly been a wonderful contributor to the sport as a, as a sponsor and, and an owner, and he's been a great supporter of John Justice. And John, as we know, uh, is no stranger to training high-quality horses. He's been doing that all throughout his uh, life, and Mufasa Metro looks to be one of the special trotters that's that come through his stables and John indicated last night that uh, you know he'll be aiming towards Inter-Dominion in New Zealand uh, later on uh, for for uh, for Mufasa Metro I think that's what he or Queensland I should say not New Zealand Queensland uh, later on in the year and uh, Mufasa Metro will be heading towards there uh, he was a mile rate of 159.1 uh, last night lead time of 45 one 31-1 31-3 28-9 and 29-4 home he defeated Credit Master who came from uh, last on the home turn I thought his run was very good. Look, you know, he's a, he's a, you know, he's getting on in age. He's a nine-year-old, but again, he's still racing with good zest, and he probably can win one of these free-for-alls sometime soon at Melton. 
lunch with Arthur, having uh, his first dip at uh, at this level. Uh, look, you know, obviously just a little bit below, you know, the qualities of Mufasa Metro, you'll probably find most trotters will be. Uh, but lunch with Arthur certainly lost no admirers when finishing third. Uh, Baltica snuck up along the pegs, wasn't a bad run fourth. Nephew Sunoco did some work early to try to get the front, couldn't, then was exposed without cover, uh, finishing fifth. And Keating Levana was sixth in the race. She's just racing a little bit below her best at the moment for Margley. Race five was over the 1,200 metres. It was uh, the Melton City much more a stampede. And, uh, gee, there was uh, a real fight for the early lead in the end. It panned out well for AG's White Sox. Now, Courageous Saint put under pressure. Bulletproof Boy kicks up to hit him off. AG's White Sox coming into it nicely. Got past Code Bailey. Off the back straight they go in 28.9. AG's White Sox is after Bulletproof Boy now. Code Bailey battles away. Bulletproof Boy just led. AG's White Sox, the outside, has it in his sights, though. And now AG's White Sox goes to the front. Running on well as uh, Tango Tara from well back. But it's AG's White Sox from Bulletproof Boy, Tango Tara. And AG's White Sox wins it. Second Bulletproof Boy, third. Tango Tara, fourth Code Bailey. They've come right away from Cosmo. A very competitive race, particularly in the run to the first turn, Rob. But to AG's White Sox, he's in a well, he's in a rich reign of form by winning his last two starts. But really, he he's formed through the the latter part of uh, this preparation has been excellent. Yeah, look, he's really uh, he's had a really good campaign, and at the moment, uh, you know, I suppose with some of those. Uh, higher quality uh, paces, uh, you know, having been up in Sydney, uh, AG's White Sox has been able to uh, make the most of uh, uh, missing, uh, bumping into some of those uh, horses at this level that are probably higher assessed and a bit younger than him. But look, he's uh, he's a nine-year-old and he's had a really good campaign. He, his last couple of runs have been outstanding. He was really strong winning at Geelong. Last night he was terrific. Uh, the Stampede, you know, there's obviously a lot of people out there that, you know, have always questioned these 1,200 metre races. But we're, we've seen some some great entertainment amongst these uh, sprint, sprint races. I'm a big advocate for them. I think, you know, there's a place for it in, in our uh, in the harness racing industry. And last night was a real proof of that. It was just fireworks at first 400 metres. Uh, there was horses charging out of the gate, trying to get either into a position or really trying to find the top and the swoopers came to the fore with that early burn and AG White Sox was one of those horses. He sat back in the field, he was beautifully driven by Greg Sugars and he chimed in at the right time when uh, most of those horses up front did too much work. They went 26-4 the first quarter, 29-27-2 and home. AG White Sox saluting in the race, uh, defeated, uh, you know, the, the, the world's favourite horse, Bulletproof Boy. He just keeps uh, just keeps giving all the time. I don't think he knows how to run a bad race. Uh, he was in the mix of uh, the battle yesterday and I thought he did a great job running second. Tango Tara was first up, uh, certainly hit the line well. Uh, I think another run or two will top Tango Tara off now. Code Bailey, who was resuming after a couple of years, I, I thought he was outstanding last night. He was uh, a little bit stiff that he couldn't find the front, and I think he had he found the lead, he would have gone very close to winning. Uh, Marg Lee, Paddy Lee, uh, the whole team down there had done a great job to get him back, and you know he worked really hard. He was in the breeze, and you know he only got beaten five metres. Uh, you know, and providing he comes through to run well, you would suggest there's still a possibility of his horse winning another race or two at uh, at this level. Uh, Cosimo uh, just got dragged back, was a bit outclassed. Courageous Saint did a lot of work early uh, to, to find the top, uh, was beaten a long way out. Interesting enough, I noticed uh, he's been stood down 28 days. 
out with a vet certificate plus one trial. So obviously not uh, everything was, wasn't quite right with Courageous Saint. And Pacific Drums, uh, yeah, look, he, he worked hard early and uh, finished at the back. But uh, look, great win by AG White Sox. I think the first four horses all performed really well. AG White Sox, Bulletproof Boy, Tango Tara and Code Bailey you still be happy to keep following those horses. The feature event was the Group 3. It was the $50,000 City of Melton Plate, and it was Better Eclipse who had a lovely run and looked to have uh, the race at his mercy. He didn't win by a lot, but he always looked to be in control. Outlaw man a meter, Major Moths put under pressure. Four meters, Better Eclipse gets to the outside. And they get away from Idyllic running on Kenny's Butterfly running a big race. Outlaw man in front into the straight. Major Moth two meters away. And here comes Better Eclipse now down the outside. Better Eclipse is looming up now. Hit the front. Major Moth tries to go with him. Idyllic back to the inside of Outlaw Man, but it's Better Eclipse from Outlaw Man, and Better Eclipse has won it. Better Eclipse, Outlaw Man kicked on really well. Second, third major moth. And idyllic close up. Then came Manson might have been narrow. It was officially ahead, but uh, all the way up the straight, he looked like he was going to win. Probably looked like he was going to win by a little bit more, but he's a pretty classy horse now. Yeah, look, he's uh, he's a high quality horse. Better Eclipse. I mean, he really came from uh, from nowhere to a point where you know he 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 looked a, a nice horse to to going to an elite horse. I mean, he's a winner now. I think uh, nearly six hundred thousand. I think so uh, in prize money and uh, just over. And and he he's just. Uh, you know, doing a, an amazing job last year. He went through the uh, the, the chariots into the Miracle Mile. Uh, he really uh, emerged as a as a very exciting pacer. You know, this year he's going really well. He's probably not the dominant horse that we saw from from last year, but he's got to a level now where he's competing against some uh, some of the, well, the best pacers really across the country. Uh, he went up to Sydney. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't make it through to the Miracle Mile after making a bit of a mistake in the uh, Allied Express lead-up sprint race for the Miracle Mile. Uh, during the Inter-Dominion Carnival in December, he, he galloped uh, on, on one of the occasions, as he did in Sydney. So he's got a few little quirks sometimes when he's a bit... We heard from Greg Sugars last night that, you know, when he's a bit full of himself, he can, he can do that. Um, you know, but last night he got the job done. You know, I'm not... You know, I mean, I don't know whether he's got better whether he's just sort of you know holding his own but he he doesn't have to do much more than what he's doing other than winning and um he, he did that last night it was a great training performance and a great drive he returned a mile rate of 156.2 46.2 lead time 31 29.3 27.5 and 27.8 home outlaw man led in a race uh, had a really soft trip early, especially with that 46-2 lead time and 31-29-3 first two quarters. Uh, Major Moth, who sat in the death, really put it to him down the back. Um, better Eclipse was parked in off the speed. And uh, Outlaw Man did a pretty good job. He's, um, he's just getting more accustomed to this type of racing and there was nothing wrong with his performance last night. Major Moth... Uh, you know, he, he lost no admirers. Uh, obviously, he's probably not going as good as we know he can go. But, you know, there was an improvement from the Horsham Cup. Uh, we heard earlier on in the night last night, you know, Damien Wilson, you know, indicated that he was getting closer to his uh, peak fitness. So maybe that run will top him off for next start and the start after that. But, look, he was only beating a metre and he sat without cover the whole way. Idyllic, I think, is going really well. I think Idyllic's going to be winning soon. Second up, uh, hit the line really strong. Again, if you bring in natural improvement, there's probably uh, a win very soon for Idyllic. Love the run of Ever Hoping. Got a big opinion of this horse. Uh, he's joined the Jess Tubbs uh, stable now, and he's just kept 
kept progressing really well. He, he bubbled at the start last night, which really ruined his chances. I think had he got a clean beginning and, and maybe ended up in a spot where I think the stable were hoping to, to be on the back of Outlaw Man, I think he might have made it really interesting last night because he savaged the line. He was only beaten eight, just over eight metres and uh, his run was outstanding. Kenny's butterfly for Paul Parsons doing a great job. She's uh, really out of her depth at the moment, but she's running uh, unbelievable uh, Times and she'll get more accustomed to this racing. Should make her a bit stronger as she gets back in down in the grades. And Jillaby Willow just pulled a bit too hard last night. But uh, all honest, a better eclipse. I'd certainly be following really the first five horses: Outlaw Man, Major Moth, Idyllic, Ever Hoping, and Kenny's Butterfly. Really, the first six. They're all going to be winning again very soon. Race seven was a good lineup uh, of mares and the Allied Express Ian Daff Memorial, and it was a, a, a fantastic win, back-to-back wins for Shayella. And Shyala moved up to put pay to Celestial Fragrance. Tangoing with Sierra five metres away, but Shyala burst away. Shyala goes for home now, opened up, about seven metres clear. Tangoing with Sierra running on. Final pieces battling on, but Shyala's in great form, and she'll win again. She goes back to back. Shyala the winner. Tangoing with Sierra second, getting out late. Polly put kettle on, hit the line hard for third. From final piece, Rosa... She's in a rich vein of form, Shyala. Laura Cross on the trainer driver, had confidence to make the move early early and she uh, she dominated the race from sitting outside the leader yeah really good win uh, she's a she's a very smart mare isn't she uh, and she just keeps getting better all the time uh, and laura croslin i think uh, has got lots to look forward to with this mare i think she's going to be competing at this high level of the mare's company that was a 70 to 99 last night i think once she gets up to those uh, open free-for-all mares up to, to 120. She, she's going to be a player, um, especially if she can get the right draw in the right race. Uh, she can sit off speed. She's got a bit of bottom to her. Uh, she's got a great attitude to racing, and, and she just never gives in. So really like the mare. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, to, to her uh, owner, Werner, and uh, Breeder, you know, she's put a lot into the game, and she'd be absolutely having the time of her life at the moment. A 154.2 mile rate for Shyella. Uh, and defeating, um, uh, it was the lead time was 6.6, 29.2, 30.7, 28 28.1, 27.4. She whipped around to the breeze and she just proved too strong. Tangoing with Sierra, look, she's getting on in age, but look, again, her run last night was full of merit. She's going really well. Uh, again, she'll be winning a, a similar race sometime soon now. Uh, Craig Hoban's done a great job to get her back to the track. Polly put kettle on. I think it's absolutely flying. I think she's just having no luck at the moment. Uh, she, she's going to be winning another race very soon in town. I think her last couple of runs, she's just kept finding a bit of trouble and she was held up, but she really savaged the line. It really gave her a big tick again last night. Final piece was good for, so was Vincenzina fifth. Uh, Rosarito Miss was sixth in the race uh, and then Jillaby Zagami rocking with Sierra and Celestial Fragrance was a disappointing run. She led in the race and she was beaten a long way from home so something not quite right there but look I, I think uh, there's a number of horses there to follow but look uh, as you said Shyella going really well, Tangoing with Sierra and Polly put the kettle on So one I'd put a black book I think she'll win soon again. Race 8 was the Opus Group pace and it was uh, Mia. Uh, so what? Successful at good odds. And it's so what with District Attorney, it's not done with yet. Then Radius getting out, it's picking up the bit and coming. Shorty's mate awaits the run. In the straight, it's so what District Attorney, then Shorty's mate Radius. And then Julia Shadow, but it's so what in front with 100 metres to travel from District Attorney. Out wider Radius, but it's so what clear. And so what will win it. So what beat Radius. 
District Attorney Julia Shadow grabbed fourth, just in front of Shorty's mate, then Finn Fry. Trained by Diane Giles, who's had a couple of winners this week, Rob, and, and Jackie Barker, who uh, often partners up with us. So what, at $19 successful this time? Yeah, look, she got out to uh, crazy odds, didn't she? Uh, look, you know, herself and, and uh, Harania were going to be reliant on some really heavy speed up front uh, because they both sit, sit, sit back horses to run on. The fireworks did eventuate. District Attorney, who was the favourite in the race, Look, I thought may have uh, handed up to pull the other leg, uh, mainly because, you know, pull the other leg can pull, and that's exactly what happened last night. District Attorney held out, pull the other leg, and unfortunately uh, for District Attorney, pull the other leg started to pull quite ferociously, and they uh, set up the race for the back markers. It was a 43-9 lead time, which was really fast, 30.5, 30.4, 28-2 and 28-1, and so what? She was one out, two back. She had to come out three wide. Jackie Barker, I thought, handled it absolutely superbly, let her down, and she just ran away for a big win, and it was a strong win. Defeating Radius, who appreciated the solid tempo, was driven a bit more conservatively and ran on well. District Attorney, I thought, was really brave. He's a really nice horse. It was the first time in that company for him, and he'll only get more uh, seasoned by that type of racing. Uh, he lost no admirers. I thought his run was outstanding. Julius Shadow, fourth. Shorty's mate fifth, all had their chances. Finn Frost, uh, Harania, just couldn't make up ground from back at the tail. Pulled the other leg, just pulled far too hard. And Valachi broke up down the back. But uh, all honours to uh, So What, just keep following District Attorney. He'll be winning uh, in town sometime soon. Okay, four other races to look at, and we'll go back to the start of the program, Rob. And it was Delvey Robin who had a good barrier for a change, was able to utilise it, and never really looked any uh, doubt driven by Abby Turnbull. Yeah, a couple of late scratchings in the race. A pretty uh, slow front line allowed Delvey Robin to uh, kick up on the inside to lead and uh, led all the way. Uh, mile rate of 158.3, 45.9 lead time, 30, 31.5, 29.4 and 27.9 home. And uh, got the job done. Uh, look, this, he's got a really good turn of high speed, this horse, and uh, he'll keep uh, keep it progressing. I'm a Denny too. Enjoyed a good trip. Uh, just wasn't able to go with Delvey Robin. Silver Mystique made up ground from back in the field and then Breathe Easy in Ace Montana. Uh, but look, all honours to the winner, Delvey Robin. I think he's a horse that's uh, capable of winning some more races. He's just uh, got a good turn of speed and in the right race with a good sit, he'll, be, uh, he'll continue on his winning way. Race number two. And this was taken out by the uh, Tasmanian Montana Storm and had a bit of support. In fact, its price virtually halved. It ended up starting $8. Yeah, very good win. Uh, we, we got a, a better look at Montana Storm. He's done a lot of his racing, obviously, all in Tassies. A lot of them have been sometimes from standing starts. And, you know, his first up run here in Victoria, he didn't have much luck and then found trouble at his next run. And last night, you know, he appreciated a pretty solid tempo and uh, he ran on really strongly to win for Connor Crook and Jack Law, who took the drive. He's a five-year-old. He's, he's well-bred. He's by better's delight out of a good on top of New Zealand mare by Art Major. So uh, a good cross there and Montana Storm got the job done. A 156.7 mile rate, 45.2 lead time, 30.8, 30.4, 27.7 and 28.3. And he ran on really well. Hot deal. 
He was exposed a long way from home. I thought he did a mighty job to run second. Uh, he's going super well. Lottie Moon absolutely flying this uh, this horse and uh, came from uh, the second row, barrier 13, and did a great job. Only got beaten 2.9 metres. So uh, you certainly want to be following Lottie Moon. Sassiola keeps running really well. Again, she's another one that just needs a, the right run at some stage. Uh, Blood Moon, uh, yeah, look, led, just wasn't good enough at the finish, uh, you know, battled on. Uh, operative line got a smudge back in the field uh, with We Made Frio. It all went too far away. Disappointing run. Azor high sat behind the leader, dropped out, and I think was a long way back as well. But uh, all honours to Montana Storm. Keep following Hot Deal, Lottie Moon, Sassiola. I think they're three horses that you're worth following. Across to race number nine, and what a big win for Mirakuru and a big win for trainer driver Steve Cleave. Yeah, terrific uh, to see uh, Mirakuru win for Steve. He's been trying so hard to win this Metropolitan race. Look, he's an eight-year-old. He's run some fantastic races. Uh, He's just been a horse that's been a bit of a victim of quite a number of different uh, circumstances, whether it's bad luck uh, in races, whether it's just been a few little niggling injuries, a bit of immaturity, a bit of uh, lack of race sense at times. And, you know, Steve's really uh, worked hard at this horse and, you know, no horse deserved more than Mirakuru to win a Metropolitan race and Steve of course uh, having a, a new little family with uh, young Hugo at home so I'm sure uh, Lorraine and Hugo would have been cheering home Mirakuru from uh, from their property and uh, he got the job done, it was a narrow win he won by a half head defeating Magic Mike uh, Ruben's plight was third, give it a try fourth, Aussie Playboy fifth they went a mile rate of 155.5 it was a 6.9 lead time 27.8, 31.8, 29.8 and 28 but all honours to uh, Mirakuru and uh, I'm sure there'll be a bit of celebration throughout the week for the family. Yeah, and thoroughly deserved as well. Uh, the last event on the card, Tipsy Turvey ended up being well back, but a mare that has been in good form and was able to get the job over Ebony, uh, get the job done over Ebony's Avenger. Ah, she's going so well, isn't she, for uh, her owners, Sue and Evan Crick, who, uh, you know, are really passionate people. Uh, they were enjoying themselves. I could see uh, as I walked out of the track last night, they were in the owner's room having uh, watching the replay and having a drink there with the Caldo family, and uh, it was good to see her winning again. She's in great form. Uh, mile rate of 2 minutes, 47.3 lead time. It was run at a slow tempo, 32.5, 30.4, 29.1. 28-7 home and Tipsy Turvey uh, set 1-1, set one, one, uh, was turned uh, loose uh, heading off the back uh, and she sprinted fast and John Caldo really tried to put a bit of a gap on her rival. She's got a great turn of speed but she's got a ba- really bad habit of wanting to knock off and that's what she was doing last night. I don't think she was getting tired. I think she was just knocking off but she uh, got the job done. She won by a neck. Ebony's Avenger, good run. No, nothing wrong with uh, Ebony's Avenger's run. We're following. We'll be winning in town. Royal Charlotte just finds a way of uh, finding a few little tricks in her trait these days. Uh, uh, she galloped at the start. Look, she hit the line well, but at the end of the day, you can't make mistakes. Gaelic Lad led in the race, had its chance. Don't touch a Duco was fifth. But uh, all honours to Tipsy Turvey. Certainly follow Ebony's Avenger. I think she'll be winning in town without any doubt. Rob, uh, looking at Charlton today, it's their Cup Day. It's a wonderful day there, but it's also a very good program. The Cup field stood up really well, and so too is the Trotters Cup. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'll be there trackside today just doing the uh, the on-course uh, work and uh, we've got uh, 10 races there today. It'll be a, a really good day. Uh, I know uh, Joey Thompson, he hasn't been uh, in the best of health and, you know, he's still out there working uh, his absolute uh, heart out for the industry and Andrew O'Gorman, they do a fantastic job. And, look, the first race there today uh, kicks off 
at uh, 12.59, the final event, race 10 at 6.19. Looking forward to a great day. As you said, the Pacing Cup's a ripper of a race, and so is the Trotters Cup. Now, look forward to it. Well, thanks very much, Rob, and uh, look forward to your company on the Saturday night harness preview, which will air on Friday night, but also through all of the socials on RSN and Harness Racing Victoria as well. Until then, enjoy your week and happy harnessing.